1: hello everyone you're listening to those are the girls with mallory and friends i'm mallory i'm victoria and we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values okay everyone today we are actually going to be talking about a movie um that we reviewed it was recommended by one of um our fellow other girls cassandra during our um wednesday night prayer bible study um so everybody make sure you come on and log on to that we have um we're praying and we're doing a Bible study and we also have really good conversations. Um, but anyway, so this movie is called Operation Tucson, um, and it was on Amazon prime. So you, I highly recommend you watch it. It was very, it was heavy, but it was really good. Um, so yeah, so we're just going to talk about what we learned in that. And it all is going to be in the theme of our Human Trafficking Month. Um, I want to remind everybody that we also are doing our, um, we're donating to True Justice International. So you can order a t-shirt on our website and 100% of the proceeds of that t-shirt goes to True Justice International. So we're a little behind on our goal, but we still have what, eight or nine. nine 10 maybe or so days left to uh, meet this goal. It would be great if you guys can donate. All right. So, Victoria, you want to give us or actually give us, you want to give us a synopsis, I guess, maybe?
0: Yes. So, uh, hold on. Sorry. I'm, like, pulling it up real quick to kind of give a synopsis. I'll read Operation Two Saints. All right. So, um, i didn't realize it was a book
1: hmm. oh it's a book too
0: yeah oh. interesting all right so operation two um follows is a documentary that follows tim ballard and his organization um operation underground railroad and it shows his him and his special forces team go undercover in haiti to bring a ring of sex traffickers who bribed their way out of the jail to justice and it's really interesting it kind of like shows like the what you really don't see like and he talks about because he was a special force agent that dealt with human trafficking and how he knew that they just the what the US government's doing is just not enough. He goes, I've done so much, but I want to do more. And that's really kind of where we start. It's kind of a little bit of a backstory for him. Um and it also talks about like why he got into it. So it was I think he found out like this little boy who was an American citizen born in America, uh, was living there with his dad it, or with his family who's Haitian and his dad's a pastor and the little boy was kidnapped and used for uh child sex trafficking and uh, so he's heard about the story he's like I have to go do something about it and so him and his team worked together to um try to find this little boy and to this day they still haven't found him which was heartbreaking yeah
1: and yeah
0: Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, oh, no, you're good. And like, what g- surprised me so much is how they set up these, like, I guess compounds where these kids are. So they kidnap these kids, they set them up as compounds. They call them orphanages, and people will literally go in there and pay ten to fifteen thousand dollars per child yeah. to use them
1: as a slave, essentially. Yeah. Sex slave. Yeah. One of the things took some notes while watching. Oh me too. Um they said that um it was either sorry y'all from moving the mic. Uh they said either sex, labor, or even organ um harvesting. See, that's uh that one I was like shocked. And I
0: think they said about uh there's more for first off there's more enslaved people today than any other time in history yeah it's just not talked about and he was talking about how like he's trying to bring awareness because it's not talked about whatsoever
1: no it's not and i think that um part of the reason why it's not talked about is because it's super uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and I think people don't realize that like yes they he went to Haiti to um rescue those kids but at the very beginning of the movie he talks about how um Americans are the highest consumers of child porn but um as we learned in last week's episode it's called it should be called child sexual abuse material so that's what we'll just call it from now Mm -hmm. on but um Americans are the highest uh, producers and consumers of that and Americans go to other countries to get these children to have sexual relations with them
0: do you so, remember what he called it he he said this isn't child porn Is, did he call it what um, last week's episode said no he called it
1: I don't, don't know like, what he called it like sex slave or something like yeah, that yeah I think he said something about like uh yeah i think he's like sex slaves or something like that Mm -hmm. but he didn't call it child he said child pornography at the beginning and then he said this is what we're going to call it from now on which i like that people are starting to say because also too um and this is what uh landon said last week that it's not child porn isn't a category of porn like that's not like a shouldn't be something that we like normalize it's sexual abuse child sexual abuse material so we're and i think people don't realize that i think people just think that because honestly when you think of human trafficking and hopefully by the end of this month you guys will start seeing it a little bit more clearer but when you think of human trafficking you think of like taken the movie taken mm-hmm. and you know people go to other countries and it's strangers but as we've been learning only nine percent of um traffickers are strangers so yeah. I think, and also, too, even in that movie, they were talking about how um, it was, like, sometimes the parents would drop their kids off to these traffickers. Mm -hmm. And, um, but, yeah, so that's just. Well, even
0: they were talking about, too, like, a lot of it happened after the earthquake because all these kids became orphans. And um, I think they're talking about, like, one of the little girls who was in it for, I think, eight years when they rescued her and she was six years old and she lost both her parents in the earthquake, they both died. And a woman came up to her and it's like, I will keep you safe. I'll make sure you're fed and you're taken care of. And I was a six year old. No supervision. You're like, you don't know, like you have no parents. Of course you're
1: going to go with this lady. Yeah. You're
0: going to trust him. It's like, Oh, she cares about me. She wants to take care of me. And then she's using selling you into, um, sex trafficking
1: yeah and I do want to talk about that I want to talk about I was like throughout the whole movie I actually watched it with my entire family um throughout the whole movie I just kept thinking like why are like there were three women and like the um the whole operation the their main goal was to get one of the women because she was, like, the leader. She was, like, head temp. Mm-hmm. She was in charge of everything. She was the boss. And I just kept thinking, like, how, as a woman, can you, like, not saying men are evil mm-hmm. or anything, but I just feel like we have something in us to, like, not do you know, that type of stuff. My mom
0: said the same thing. Yeah. And I was listening. Okay, I remember. Dax Shepard had on, I think it was the attorney for the Epstein case for oh. the girls and he kind of asked a similar question and it's because usually those like that woman who's like I guess the head pimp she was most likely also taken in for sex trafficking mm. and moved up because that's what they do is they use these women who
1: have already oh, been already in broken. it to yeah. recruit yeah yeah that's so sad. And I mean, oh gosh. And it's a tough situation to be in. Yeah. Because if you see the video, that woman has no remorse. She's yeah. like basically like, yeah, I did it. I'm not gonna tell. Her. And it's kind of hard to have compassion for her because you're like, she's doing this evil thing. But you know, if I heard she had been through the same situation, mm-hmm. I would like then you know that softens my heart to her. But it's such a very tough situation to be in. And also, too, I was just thinking, like, for all of us listeners, um, to think about is that. these it's women now women are involved in this and i think that and i I think we've said it on every episode about this topic like we have to stop thinking it's this creepy old guy with like a beard and like a hunchback and you want some candy little girl like we have to stop thinking that yeah i know sometimes in my head i don't necessarily think that exact image but i don't imagine like a woman like a sketch woman um we just have to start thinking like not necessarily I don't want us all to be like afraid of people because once again it's not strangers like I also want to remind everyone of that but I do want us to be very vigilant and like be cognizant that like it could someone anyone could cause you harm like it's not as if it's like this completely male dominated isolated situation I think that is just something like to remember to keep in mind (laughs) All
0: right, so if you guys are watching the stream, my husband, I bought us a case of wine today from a local vineyard, and my husband's opening a bottle. (laughs) He walks in, he's like, is it okay if I open a bottle? I'm like, yeah. But shout out Rayland Winery. That's where I had my uh, 21st birthday. Ooh. And it's very good. Good wine tasting. Local business up in um, Moxville, I believe. But, But yeah, and I think kind of... And that's the thing, too, is, like, you really need to think about with, like, the women. Like, it is shocking. But if if I'm in that situation, I, I just wonder what I would do. And I wonder if it's more, it's
1: more of a survival type for, thing.
0: Survival thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm thinking of. And I'm wondering, too, like, because think about it, Like, they're doing this to make money. And I've been to Haiti. And this is something, like, I want to talk about. Because, like, I, like, some of the streets they were on, I was on wow okay yeah and so there's no economy there there's literally hardly any jobs and so she might be doing this because this is the only way for her family to have income which i mean that's not excusable whatsoever right but it adds another
1: layer of nuance
0: yeah like yeah. they're like i mean most of these people are evil for sure like these people are evil but you also need to be like, okay, I wonder, there has to be something more, especially with these women, like, there has to be something
1: more. Because yeah. as a woman, how could you do that? Yeah, that, I just, there hat you're right, there has to be something else, because I just can't imagine, like, especially to children, I, that's just so hard for me to picture. And then some of those guys were just so skeevy. and when, Oh, they were um, creepy. And I mean, when he was on the boat and mm-hmm. for the first time, and the guy was like, "Yeah, I I love little girl," and it was just like, "Oh my god!" And my brother was like, "You have to have some real self control, not to just go ahead and I'm like, "Yeah, you do," because I yeah. I can't even imagine like <laughs> like fake laughing, trying well, to get there. Can you imagine being as undercover guys? Like that's what I'm saying. I couldn't <laughs>
0: having to be like in uh, having yeah. to just. I can't even talk about, like, just can't yeah. even, like, concept it. But, like, imagine, so, like, the uh, the documentary opens with kind of their first mission in Haiti. And, and I think we talked about, like, the little boy that went missing. They went undercover to, we'll put in quotes, this orphanage, which is really just a compound for the Nostal children.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's
0: in there. Having to pay for these kids, yeah, and these kids are clinging on to him, just wanting some sort of love and safety, and that's just like, ugh that that just got me. And then, um, and then he adopts them in the end, and it's just like, oh, I think my mom and I start crying.
1: Yeah, and
0: it's just like, I don't know, it it's, it's just a very very deep maybe especially for me like i've been to haiti i want to adopt from haiti yeah and like i want to adopt internationally and it just makes me like it, it scares me a little bit i would say because i have heard stories of where people were kidnapped these kids and put them up in orphanages just to get americans to adopt them i've heard stories like that before yeah yeah and it's like i don't know yeah like have you and like and also like he adopt two kids that were used for child sex trafficking i wonder like like how do you deal with that trauma
1: yeah i have kids i have no idea i was and when i was watching that um i was like how do you not after you meet all those kids how do you not like take home all of them well, that one you- pastor did. He took uh, yeah. that, their
0: first grade, which was like 28 kids. He took home eight of them.
1: Yeah. I was like, yeah, I probably would end up doing that too. So whoever I end up marrying, just know that that's going to be something mm-hmm. to deal with. Because I feel like I would do same. Like, how do you, it's such a it's it's so for lack of a better word heavy like I kind of like speechless to really fully talk about um or at least to go into depth about all the emotions and everything that um dealt with this topic just because um I mean like you said about how do you like work with children or like how do you help children get through that type of trauma how do you do that like what are the steps and I mean they talked about recovery which I love so one of the things okay let me backtrack a little bit so this is Tim Ballard who apparently a lot of other people knew I had never heard of this guy and I I just followed him on Instagram and like half of the people I follow on Instagram are already following him so I hadn't I didn't know who this guy was Mm -hmm. so um it's following him and his organization our Rescue our underground. What's it called? Operation Underground Railroad. Yeah, I keep saying our because it's like, oh, you are. Um, Operation Underground Railroad. So it's following this organization. And, um, he so, and they're all
0: called, ex like FBI, CIA. Like, yeah, he started his career, he was on the border working. Oh,
1: and helping yeah
0: Yeah. human trafficking on the border yeah and he saw a child that was the the man was trying to cross the border with this child and he goes I recognize that kid from there that's one of the kids missing that's been used for child pornography like I recognized him from one of our debriefings and they like arrested the guy and he was talking about how he gets the kid and like the kid's just like holding on to him and it's, like, a six-year-old little boy. And he gets home and literally just collapses. Because he has a
1: six-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like, the dichotomy of, like, the only differences between their kids, between the two kids, it's, like, one was born into, like, a safe environment. Mm-hmm. A, a loving six- family. A loving family. Um, So it's, like... That's kind of how it starts. And then uh, the other thing I loved is like the wife. She, Mm -hmm. at first, she was like, oh, I don't want you to do child sex trafficking. Like, that's really heavy. Like, we have kids. I don't Mm -hmm. want you to, because that's going to, it's going to change you because that's a lot. Being in that environment all the time, if that's all you see that's really, really difficult. So she's like, I don't want you to do it. And the next day she woke up crying or something like that. And she changed her mind. It was like, no, because we have kids, you have to do this. And I just loved how they like worked together and how they already had like seven kids right? they already had like seven kids Mm -hmm. and then they adopted the other two. And she's like, I, we already have too many kids. I guess we'll just take two more. Like she was just so like Mm -hmm. casual about like, this is, I mean we already have some why not add to like they need love and and I think she said something toward the end about it and she made a comment it was like um there's so many kids that need love and we have a house of love she didn't say these exact words but essentially she was like there's so many kids who need love and we have a house of love so why would we not like take them in yeah um, that was like the that wasn't her exact word but that was like the gist of what she was saying and um that was great too and I think like as someone who is not married I just really loved like their dynamic and that's like something like and I love the like how like into family he is too like mm-hmm. if you hear him talk about like how much he loves his wife and cares about his children I think that's so great especially like I don't know maybe I've just only been around like trash guys but I feel like almost all the guys I know are like oh god kids
0: yeah and you could tell they definitely built their um, family up on faith. Their um, what is the word like the uh, bottom part? Um, base that that
1: foundation.
0: Foundation. Thank you. <laughs> they built their foundation on faith, and like Absolutely. I really like you could see that like right then and there because of how much like they support each other and like mm-hmm. focus on each other and just really listening to God and like even uh you'll see later on when they go out on this mission they pray before it
1: yeah I love that and then the guy was praying in Hebrew I was like whoa now this is cool Mm -hmm. I love that and honestly like the reality is the only way you can get through something like that is through faith like that is such a traumatic thing like you can't there's no human way you can get through that on your own. Yeah, There's no way because it's, it's a twofold. It's like something against your spirit, something against your physical body, something against your mind. It's just a lot of things. And the only way to get through that is through God. And I love that. And I also, I know what I, the other thing I was going to say, another thing I really liked about his organization um, Operation Underground Railroad is that they do also like aftercare. Mm -hmm. And what I like about that is he does not strike me as someone who knows all about aftercare. So he has other people do that. And I think that's really good to see when organizations like everybody has gifts. And I think that's just Mm -hmm. something super important. So if you're watching, uh, if you watch the movie, if you're listening and you're like, I want to do something, like we all have gifts. All Mm -hmm. you have to do is just use what God gave you. Like when I was watching that movie, I was thinking, man, that must feel great to go in and arrest those guys. And it'd be like, ha, you lose. You're going to jail. You know, like, "Mm," you know, I was like, that must feel great. But the reality is Mallory cannot do that. I cannot go into a building with a gun And rescue someone. That's just not. (laughs) That's just not who I've been created to be. No, like somersaults, like behind the wall, like no (laughs) spy moves, like pew pew. No, no, no. I can't. My body's not made for that. I don't. I feel as if they could outrun me. You know, I'm not great at ducking and dodging. I'm just. That's just not Mallory. Yeah. That's not my gift, but I see that and it's like, what can I do? There's so many things I could do. One thing I think is good is just spreading the word, donations. um, Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of things you can do. And I think that that's another thing I saw in that movie is different people were using their different gifts. Yeah, I don't know those guys that were in the rescue team, but I can probably guess that they probably aren't the best um, when it comes to like- like, Nurturing, like- yeah, I, I just I can assume that they probably wouldn't know how to help a girl, you know, that's crying because of a boy and she's on her period. And I I can assume that. I don't know. They could really surprise me, but the thing is they have people who can do that. They have um when you have an organization that big, it's really good to, I just love that, I just love seeing everybody using their own different gifts, and Mm -hmm. no one's, one gift is better than the other, and he really hyped up the aftercare, that was the name of their, that's, like, their program afterwards, she, he really hyped up her, he was, like, yeah, she's the best, this is that, and I like that, I like that a lot, I also, like, they worked with the government, because I was wondering, I was, like, is this it? wouldn't consider, this be considered, like, vigilanteism ism but my brother was saying how, like, when you work with the government, it's just, like, another NGO, so it's not that. Yeah. It's not being you know, a vigilante, because I was like, essentially, they are... Because I
0: don't think they can arrest them without having the government there, was my understanding. Right,
1: right. And I don't think they arrest. I think they just zip tie and, like, bring it in. Yeah. I thought that was what was happening.
0: Well, they worked with the police there, so, like, the police in Port-au-Prince they worked with um, yeah yeah because there's a bunch of Haitians I was with them
1: yeah oh true true when they were doing the montage of the practicing with the guns Mm -hmm. I was I was like I really hope this was like just a montage and not like the day before like oh yeah guys so let me show you how to use a gun the day before um that just made me chuckle thinking about that but also too did you, do you think that guy was an American citizen? No. There was a part, me neither. There was a part where,
0: like,
1: he guy to guy. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. There was this part where this guy goes, they, you know, come and, like, get everybody, and he's a John, and he goes, I'm an American citizen, I'm an American citizen, and I'm, I'm like, no, you're not. That's not true.
0: I think he only said that because uh, I I wonder if it's just, like, he can't
1: necessarily get arrested or charged in Haiti.
0: But I feel like it'd be a lot worse in the U.S. So,
1: See, I think, no. The, okay, I feel like it would be worse in Haiti. Um, but I feel, only because, so when, I, long story short, when I was in the Dominican, I went there on a mission trip. And someone stole a book bag from one of the girls on our trip. And I'll never forget this. So the girl, um, they found the book bag and everything. And the girl went to go, um. To the police department or whatever. And apparently they didn't even like know if the guy really knew, but they found a guy who might know the bag and like they beat him until he they told him where the bag was. Yeah. It just happened that he knew where the bag was. Like it wasn't even like a little like court system. Cause you know, in the US, we go through this court system, you gotta get a lawyer. Yeah. None of that. Where's the bag? Tell us where the bag is, they beat him, and then he told them where the bag was. So like I feel like the Dominican, you know, same island as Haiti. And I would venture they probably have a similar court system.
0: Oh, no. I think, it, like, I've been to Haiti. Like, it's so crazy. You fly in, you see this beautiful island. One side of the island is green. That's the the, the Dominican. The other yeah. side is brown. And it's this mountain that divides the two. And it's affected the weather. And so, because um, I don't okay so like uh, there's a lot of corruption in the government it's a Absolutely. very poor country like yeah i walk through neighborhoods whereas people living off two dollars a day or less they're literally their their houses are held together with wrap like a uh, candy bar wrappers it's literally oh, wow. a candy bar wrapper tying the house together and honestly like i don't even think like I mean, they had the police, but I don't really think they have, like, a good, like, jail system. That's why. At least, like, you'd have a nice jail
1: system in the U.S. That's what I'm saying. That's why he was probably like, oh, let me go to the U.S. Because at least I'd have. Or he'd probably have a. And he'd probably have a few, like, months just chilling. Because, you know, even in the um, U.S., there are people. Like, sometimes homeless people will do things to go to jail just so they can have a bed and a place to stay. So I feel like that's why he said he was an American citizen. But I don't know. I just.
0: Because I also wonder if they don't have the room or the space and I'll just let them back out on the street eventually. Like oh, you have like a, a shorter sentence. Too. Yeah. That's what kind of what I was thinking. Like they'll eventually get out back out on the street. But it's just, it's crazy because like some of those streets they were on, like I drove down, like I was on. Yeah. Like, like I, there's children running around everywhere. And it's just it saddens me thinking like
1: how easy it is for them to be kidnapped there absolutely and my mom went after the um earthquake mm-hmm. that was it feels like forever ago that was um, I think oh eight I think so I was in the ninth yeah. grade I know that oh so I guess it would be oh nine oh oh nine yeah yeah Yeah, because I went
0: back in 2017, and, like, there was still structural damage everywhere from the earthquake, because there's no money to fix anything.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's, and it's, and I think, like, sometimes we feel so detached, because we have a lot of problems here in the U.S. We absolutely Mm. do. But, like, the reality is, like, we really, like, even, I feel like our poorest don't live as the semi-wealthy mm-hmm. in other countries and I think that's just like a reality like we are so blessed here and yes there's a lot of issues we have that we do need to fix but like there is so much worse in so many other places and the oh, I forgot where I was going with that Um I forgot where I was going but yeah the earthquake yeah. really and devastated that island.
0: They've been here oh hard by hurricanes the last yeah. couple of years too like and like there's no most third world countries a lot of times it is agriculture but the soil is so bad in haiti it's near impossible to grow like they really don't really? have okay, i
1: didn't know
0: that yeah so the dominican fact, is
1: nice though they're, yes because they're, they're on the
0: they're on the other side of the mountain so they get okay. the rain and all that yeah and so haiti is just is brown um The ports used to be kind of their big thing. Like, they're able to have, like, huge ports doing exports. And then when the hurricane came in, not hurricane, earthquake happened, it made the ports shallow. So now they're too shallow to have big, uh, the big boats come in. And so, like, they really, like, they really, there's no businesses, like, I mean, there's businesses, but there's no way to help all of the people that need the help that are living off barely anything. Like there's hardly any ways for them to grow food. I mean, I remember walking through that neighborhood I mentioned earlier and there's literally these kids and these people selling mud pies. So these kids will eat literally mud pies just to have something on their stomach, just to have something in their stomach. And and i think that's why i i don't i think that's why i understand why some of those haitians were doing what they're doing to make money because there's no way to make money like i i understand like i don't condone it whatsoever i like i think it's awful what they're doing but i think humans will do horrible things when their life and their family's lives are threatened Mm-hmm. and I think that's what you really see in these third world countries this is why they do this human trafficking this slavery because they'll do whatever they can to make sure their them and their family are
1: safe that is awful and you know I just thought of I wonder how Haiti's doing right now with COVID oh I mean they are
0: not so we i've been trying to get down there since last year and so i haven't been able to go because they had riots in 2019 because of like government issues and then covid hit and they're not letting any nonprofits in because they go our case numbers are down because they're an island they go our numbers are down we're not letting anybody in yeah and so not no they're like we want your help but we're not letting you in because that would be more catastrophic than anything. It's like, I'm planning on going down there once a country opens up. Like I would do some work with a nonprofit, Haiti Outreach Ministries. And uh, they do a lot having like a medical facility, a dental facility and schools, like multiple schools. And I really want to work with them to create jobs and kind of teach women how to be entrepreneurs. Love that. And so that's kind of what I've been wanting to do, but we haven't been able to go down there. Because, like, I mean, and the, and I think this is why this movie just hurts so much to watch is because Haiti has such a big part of my life and, like, a big, like, part of my heart. And it's, yeah. like, the best way to describe it. It's a beautifully broken country. And it just really, like, hurt my heart to see something that happened, like, a country I love so much. Yeah. And I had no
1: idea it was going to be about Haiti. I thought you it was going to be, be about that. the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked, and then they started talking about Haiti. I was like, oh, is this... And then when they said the whole thing about, like, people from America go to Haiti to get... I was just like, oh, this... I, mean, I think that's the other thing that just really, like, bothers me, too, is people are... leave Like, they're going out of their way. And there are
0: some resorts down there. Like, they're, o- like, they're number one. Like, the only way... They make money is tourism. Yeah. And there are some nice resorts. Most of them are where cruise ships dock. I want to say. I know there's a lot of cruises Um, to Haiti. Yeah. And like honestly like the airport's like not that nice. It's very like I don't want to say sketchy but I mean there's it's okay. It's not good infrastructure. But it's not. Yeah. It's not what you would expect when You go there to go to a very nice resort. I don't think you'd go in to from the airport. Yeah, because like I think like even some of the runways at the airport are still closed because of the earthquake. That's so sad. And it's like, what do we
1: do? Like, how do that? That
0: was my question. It's like, (laughs) all right, like, what's next? Like, our months almost up with human trafficking like what's next like honest to god i was just like ready to like jump on a plane and just go take all those kids and be like oh I love you
1: forever like i've been thinking about that i was <laughs> like I was like, I'm a single woman, how am I going to, like, if I adopt some boys, how am I going to make sure, because I'm super girly, how am I (laughs) going to make sure that they're masculine, how am I going to make sure that they, I was like thinking, I was like, okay, if I adopt some kids, I, yeah, so it's like, what do we do next, like, how do we, the only thing I can think of really is that at the end of the day, there is nothing right now that I can physically do Mm -hmm. other than spread the word, other than donate money um other than like things like that. I am going to go to the website and see like what all maybe like volunteer opportunities that they yeah. have or something like that in our area. I'm not quite sure what all they do um cuz I just finished the movie and I haven't gotten a chance to research it. Yeah. But um I definitely and especially like I just I really think that this well first of all I think that the idea of doing the Human Trafficking Month and all of the stuff we've learned, we were learning about um, Operation Underground Railroad as well as Street Justice International. Um, I think that's not just like a coincidence. I think God, everyone listened. I think God somehow had a reason for you to listen. Mm-hmm. And now that, that doesn't mean, you know, you, you go and knock on your neighbor's door who you think is creepy. I'm not saying do that either. But I think that just means, you know, with this information, go forth and see what you can do in your communities as well as, and that's the other thing too. I'm really big on let's work on our community mm-hmm. because I think that's important, but we also see it's outside of our community and what is ha- happening in our own communities. That is what is affecting other people too. Yeah. He talked about, and this, Y'all know, if you know me for five seconds, you know how much I hate porn. What really blew my mind, and what I'm like, yes, that's exactly true, is he was talking about what happens is people start watching porn when they're, like, eight. They get, like, they a s-
0: Playboy magazine. And yeah. he said, like, this is the same thing, like, when he was working for the FBI. Like, when they would get a um, someone involved with child pornography, this is literally the cookie-cutter model.
1: Yep. It starts off something something – like playboy and then you start watching on the internet and then you start doing this you start watching underage on the internet and then it's like you know what that's not enough either now I need it in real life because that's how it starts so I think that's something that we can do too like we can look at ourselves like what are we doing and I'm not Mm -hmm. you know I'm not trying to shame anyone that watches porn I'm not trying to do that at all I understand that it is a struggle and it's something that um you will need help with so fightthenewdrug.com is great for that but I'm just saying, like, just think about things that are going on. Your friends, your family members that, you know, are struggling with something like that. No, do not shame people. Shame people does not work. I don't care what anybody says. That does not work.
0: Yeah. And um, I think, and I will say, like, I think, like, the difference, like, I think these people have a sex addiction where I don't think you're everyday, not everyday porn watcher, but like, I would, I, I think my understanding was it was there mainly, like, they have a big sex addiction it wasn't like True. they watched porn once and it was fine like it was they had a sex addiction going True. into it and and like with every addiction like you start getting used to it mm-hmm. and you go okay what can I do more what can I do more like I'm not getting that hit of I think it's dopamine I'm not getting that hit yeah. anymore like what can I do more
1: yeah. Yes. Very true. I think that's a very good point yeah. too. Because I want to make a clarification: like,
0: not every person who yeah. watches porn, right, will go into child, like, child sex
1: trafficking and all that. Right. Right. Yeah. Very good point. I don't. And if you listen, I don't think you're going to turn into that either. I want to make, but, yeah, yeah, good distinction. Um, I do think that is something that you should be aware of and that you should, you know, try to work on because at the end of the day, um, it's these things add up and like hey maybe you might not um and, and I don't think people start off like addicted to porn either mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of like because it's so ingrained in our culture you might watch it with a boyfriend you might watch it with your girlfriend or you know yeah. a group of girls might get together hey actually I don't know I feel like that's weird not, <laughs> not that, I'm that loud um I feel well like be- I think every there's uh,
0: there's people who are more prone to addiction than others. Like right. a sex addiction's the same thing as a like alcohol. a heroin addiction, alcohol yeah. addiction. Yeah. Um, caffeine addiction for crying out loud. Like it, it, it just really I think like it depends on the person.
1: Yeah. And I and all this to say that like I think that's just something we can all look at and like we can work on ourselves and we see how that type of that addiction can affect other people how what we're doing in our own homes can reach out and affect people thousands of miles away from us Mm -hmm. um so I think that those are just some action steps like go after listening to this Excuse me, sorry, after listening to this, do some research on some organizations that you can be a part of, do some research on some, like, share this episode, share, watch the movie, learn something, share, talk about it, and then look at yourself, like, what are you doing? And also, too, like, when you are um, thinking about it, I think praying is a good thing, too, because when we don't know what to do, I think one of the best and most important things we can do is to pray. Mm -hmm. um I think praying for the victims praying for those who are out there because I mean that's another thing too Tim and his team like I'm gonna really be praying for them because I I just can't imagine being in that line of fire yeah and like not only is it like heavy as in like spiritually it's dangerous physically because at the end of the day the ones they showed us operation they showed us people didn't really fight back because it was a surprise and i think they they probably wouldn't want to show us where i'm sure people shoot back eventually Mm -hmm. like i'm sure people they come in because at the end of the day like human trafficking is a good business because you can use the product over and over again
0: and what i mean um uh our true justice episode why am i blanking on your name right now tracy Tracy,
1: like, she's saying, like, this is a multi-billion dollar business. Yeah. So people are going to fight for their product. I was actually surprised, but I guess they didn't really want to show us one where, like, there's, like, a bunch of, like, shooting back and forth. But, like, Mm -hmm. people are going to fight for this. So I'm sure it's a very dangerous, very dangerous. Also, too, like, those people now in... Haiti they know okay these are the men that come in here and they do this so I'm sure there's like bounties on their head because once again if you're running a billion dollar business and someone's trying to get your product you're going to defend it so we should be praying for them we should be praying for the victims um like I said that already but like also their aftercare because once again that is I mean I'm sure that has to be traumatic especially because they were like the kids that they were talking about were so young yeah I mean I the oldest age that they said was like 15 so that means like 14 10 year old eight years old they're so young they're six years old
0: five-year-olds yeah Yeah. but I would also add on pray also for the people who are doing the action because there is something yeah. wrong with them like something's not that was quite right scene. yeah and just i guess pray was it redemption is that the right word yeah i guess uh, pray for okay. repentance. Guess. repentance thank you repentance. i'm like it's not redemption <laughs> pray for their repentance and i mean because child job- trafficking will not go yeah, yeah the traffickers because child trafficking will not go away until the traffickers go away
1: yeah well until the demand is gone really i feel like if people well yeah that's what i was meaning like even the
0: people who are wanting needing to use the product
1: yeah yeah
0: like just pray for them because i mean it's not going to go away until the demand goes away
1: yeah yeah 100 percent um yeah we really that
0: was a heavy 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 movie
1: yeah it was and I don't like I want to say more and I'm trying to think of what more to say but I don't know what more to say other than like I want to do something like I had no I like I knew it was bad once again and I said this when I was in Israel and they were talking about like the Christians that were being persecuted Mm -hmm. I knew it was bad but I guess you don't really know until you like see something and like you're really like in you hear it out of the voice and like I just, and honestly, I've always wanted to adopt, and it like makes me want to adopt even more now.
0: No, me too. Like, well, I will put, say, a few facts, and then we can close out. If that's okay good with you. Yeah. All right. So, here's a few facts from the movie over 40 million modern day slaves in the world, and there's thousands in the US. Um, the US creates the demand, so they're the highest producer and consumer of child pornography. Every 30 seconds, a child is sold. That's about 6 million children. There are more people enslaved today than any other time in history. 2 million children are forced to be sex slaves in this world. And that's
1: pretty much it. Those are some heavy stats. Yeah. Um, And I guess we'll, like you said, we'll just end it on that. And I I do want to reiterate just some action steps because I do like to close it out um and i'm just going to repeat it again do some research um on organizations that can use your help mm-hmm. um, donate to order a t-shirt and the t-shirt will a bring awareness and b is going to go to an organization in north carolina that's in our backyard those of us that are in the u.s and in north carolina um you know volunteer i'm sure there's things that you can volunteer with and then also look at yourself like what are some things that you're doing that could possibly be uh helping the demand Landon talks about it in her episode too um so yeah just do those things I think you guys should definitely watch them especially if this is something that's interesting to mm-hmm. you something that's on your heart please watch the movie it's on Amazon Prime um highly recommended I think it's on YouTube as well if you don't have Amazon Prime highly recommended and just yeah do something when you hear these things I think it's just good to go out and like make some sort of actionable step all right um yep Yeah, so don't forget to donate to uh, Trudis International. It's on our website, and we'll talk to you guys later. Yep, talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms.